Welcome back to Talking Burritos. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to them Talking Burritos. If you keep doing that, I'm going to start <laughs> making that accent, too. <laughs> yes, sir, you should. No. <laughs> this is our normal voices. Stop it. <laughs> all right, man. Not me, son. We got this. We can do this. We can do this all day. Welcome back to Talking Burritos. Talking Burritos, we just be talking here. Stop it. <laughs> sitting here in all them places, recording a podcast. We're going to tell you a story now. You hear? There was these two men. Men, not boys. Men. They decided they wanted to share their voice with the world, so they invented podcasting. I'm the host. Sam, and this here is John Bilbo Baggins, <laughs> the third. Yeah, doggy. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> today's topic, if today's topic is '90s cartoons. Ooh, those are my favorite years between the years of ninety nine hundreds and the two thousands. Specifically between 1990s and the 2005. Those are the years. The goat years. The ace years. The I'm best of counting, the years. I'm only counting if they, were, if they were active during the 90s. So it could have started before then or after. or No, before then. Um, but it has to run for a good portion of it through the 90s in order to count. Sounds about right. Alright. One of my favorite... <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> One of my favorite uh, 90s cartoons, uh, which went on for a good time uh, in the 2000s as well, as uh, Futurama. Ooh, that was a really good one. Yeah. Hilarious, adventures, a little bit of adult humor, but not too much. Yeah. It was funny. It was a good show. And I hope that they once again pick it up. <laughs> and I, I can't believe it was a good show. <laughs> because, like, try and pitch that show to me. Uh, like, it's I, nuts. I, I, think, I think the pitch would be pretty simple for this show in particular. Okay. It's like a delivery service with a robot in the future. Uh, well, that's not That's not pitching work. the show. No. It would be like... This normal human yeah gets, gets frozen in time, gets goes pranked. to the future, and uh, is now in a time with robots and stuff, and he's trying to cope with it by living in a delivery business <laughs> and having adventures in the future. Yep, There's I would a... probably write the I would probably write the the proposal a lot better than that. But um, I even not knowing what Futurama was about, I would probably. Uh, I'd support that kind of show. It'd be an adventure, it'd be something new, or at least not often done. Yeah. Um, well... I think after the Jetsons, they kind of stopped, for the most part, in making cartoons that were like that. It was one of the five or six shows that were sort of the same with their own... Like which ones? Take on their own cartoon sitcom. Oh, you're referring like to like Family Simpsons Guy, and... South Park, Simpsons, Futurama, and there's one more. 
American Dad. American Dad, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, but Futurama had its own flavor, its own, like its own sense of comedy that was that was fun, and it never really went like. No, the the thing about Futurama that made it so good was it didn't, it didn't have a formula to it. Like each episode of Family Guy it was very starts, different. It starts the same way. There's a joke. There's a clear way that things go, and then the story concludes with everything ending up back to normal somehow, where everything's the same. And there were running gags here and there, like Zoidberg. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, yeah, the each episode was its own. No, but its own thing. Zoidberg <laughs> wasn't a running gag. I mean, I guess you can count no, all the characters was. are running gags in yeah. every show. Because that's just their personality, and that's how they're going to be in the story. <laughs> yeah. I guess that would be Curly Joe, technically, but... Oh, yeah. That's you. <laughs> He's probably played by the same... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but that made a really good show. Also, there's like, an episode where they had different animators go through, and it was oh, just yeah. changing, and that was such a good, and they, crazy they, thing. They did parodies of the old Hanna-Barbera yeah, shows, like Scooby-Doo. He-Man, and... and... <laughs> Yeah, G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, yeah. <laughs> that was a good that was a good episode. Uh yeah, but there was lots of uh lots of nineties shows that really like were out there. And I think everybody knows that nine the nineties era was kind of that weird <laughs> that weird transition figuring out what is actually like good quality T V. Yeah. And after that then we started getting the same old <laughs> I think the nineties cartoons they had the they were more free to do whatever, which made a lot of weird shows, but it made a lot of good shows. And probably one of the things that and there didn't wasn't a factor mo- into it any at that time was like um people didn't get as mad about jokes or offended and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So when they were really weird or they had um themes that maybe were not quite kid friendly they still let them pass because they were not people didn't make a big deal and they were funny (laughs) and it was considered it was considered like if you're watching a kid's show as a parent you're probably bored watching the show with them but if you include some adult humor that the kids don't get at that time then it's enjoyable for everybody so vague that it's just it's glossed over yeah and uh I, i miss that era a lot but there was a Back to back to the weirdness <laughs> yeah. of the '90s shows. There's a lot of uh, like try pitching an old try pitching an old '90s show. Okay. A weird one. Let's a weird see. one. All right. How about two mice, one genius and one stupid one, where their one of their goal is to take over the entire world. And the episodes are them failing miserably every time. And they're still pets to the people in the Acme Labs where they live. I guess they're Acme. Well, at this point, you're not proposing this time. Now you're actually giving it. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But Pinky and the Brain. (laughs) Yeah. I think that show, along with a lot of the other ones that came out at that same time, uh, were linked. I know uh, Pinky and the Brain... Well, no. Uh, Pinky and the Brain was a part of the uh, Animaniacs, I think. Oh yeah. That I don't was a rem- breakaway. I don't remember I don't remember if it was just like a, a quick little episode and then it became its own thing. I think it was just uh like a breakaway series from the same universe. 
that type thing because they have all the different characters and they have a combined cartoon where they're all together and then there's separate ones where they're all doing their own lives or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, Sally Squirrel. Oh, yeah. That was, that was fun. That was weird. One of the, the weirdest segments, but also the fun, the most fun, or one of the most fun that they had on Animaniacs was the, uh, um, I forget the name. The, there was a, a teenage girl who always overreacted and would hulk out or explode uh, if things didn't go her way. In which in, show? In Animaniacs. Oh, it's Animaniacs. just a quick, like, two, three-minute segment in Animaniacs every episode. Uh, oh, yeah. That was in the It was like song, she got stood it? up. Yeah. There was, there was a theme song to it, too. But, like, the, the daughter uh, would get stood up at a date. Or oh, yeah, yeah. things wouldn't... Or he, he, the date would say something stupid. And uh, she'd go out in a rage and hulk out, and the family's just trying to manage it. But they got like sandbags and guns pointed at her to try to <laughs> try to oh, yeah. defend Diffuser. themselves. <laughs> and uh, then the boyfriend would always come back at the end, and she'd calm down. Um, there was also the good idea, bad idea segment, in where there was like this, huh? In Animaniacs, yeah. Um, there was this guy who had a. Uh, I guess it was just the style, but he looked like he had a blank face mask on all the time. And it's like, good idea. Uh, delivering a pizza, bad idea. Delivering a bomb. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he'd blow up or something. Just ridiculous things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember if that was... I don't was think that exact... would be... Like, if that was made today... Oh, no, that would not pass well, actually, today. <laughs> it wouldn't. <laughs> the only thing that's acceptable today is like... Literally, people on crack making the weirdest things that, <laughs> acci- <laughs> that accidentally have a story. Um, I'd probably, let's see, see if you can guess this one. Uh, scientist creates three little girls by accident. They have no fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Powerpuff Girls. Yep. <laughs> Obviously. You know, it's funny, in that show, they have the... Rowdy rough boys. Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Were they also made with an experiment? <laughs> Do you remember how they were created? I think Mojo Jojo recreated the uh, formula, and or stole the original notes or something like that, and tweaked them to make the rowdy rough boys. Yeah, I wonder how that happened. And did he, did he like grow them in like test tubes, mm-hmm. or were they just? I, mean, in I the, think there also was an explosion. <laughs> yeah, in the song or the intro to the show, it was just explosion. They're there, and they're fully clothed, and they have no fingers, and with superpowers. And he's just like, ah, oh, this is probably what I wanted. <laughs> I'm the scientist. And like, he hardly ever does science after that. <laughs> nope, I officially quit. Yeah. I made children somehow. <laughs> yeah, single father of three. It's like Bubbles gets uh gets the ice breath and it's like, oh, that's the Mentos that I threw in the formula. <laughs> Probably, even though they were made of the same formula. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they shouldn't have. They're made different... the exact same pot of gold or pot of what, chemical. Chemical, yeah, that's what it is. Chemical X. I wonder if the chemical X was like a 
joke for the chromosomes because they're female. They have the X chromosomes. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> That'd be... Maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, it, it's kind of funny that this got, that this actually got allowed. Um, 20-something-year-old guy, basically blonde Elvis Presley, is, uh, <laughs> seeking girls, constantly hitting on girls. Yeah. And his adventure is trying to get those girls. And failing miserably... All the time. Johnny Bravo, right? <laughs> yeah, Johnny Bravo. It was based off of you, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of dirty jokes in, the, <laughs> well, in that series. A guy constantly hitting on women. There has to be. <laughs> and it was fun. I remember, I remember uh, watching that all the time. It was hilarious. I don't but, remember too much about that show, but was it aliens show up in that show? Yes, that was one of the episodes, or at least one of them. Yeah, and sometimes pure <laughs> magic. I mean, it's a cartoon show, so whatever. But like, there was an episode where he turned into a girl, and he's still hitting on women. <laughs> and I remember the lesson of that episode was like, chicks are for looking good. That's it. <laughs> no, like, women aren't objects or nothing. Nope, that's not no, the lesson. There really wasn't a lesson learned, really. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely just... not getting made today. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm glad it got made then. <laughs> yep. I wonder if those, because those things were made at that time, that's why the people today are the way they are. Hey, pretty mama. Because all the things that <laughs> would be fun to have, although probably not the best to have, aren't made today. In these times, are the kids that are growing up now without that are just growing up with crack addict shows and random no-plot stories are growing up completely different from us that than we'd expect because of that. Oh, good times. Good shows. Hey, pretty mama. I have a boyfriend. You look like you could use two. <laughs> you smell pretty. Wanna date me? <laughs> what a terrible pickup line, too. You think they'd come up with better ones. You wanna go on a date and maybe go out to dinner and talk about me? <laughs> what other shows? Oh, there's so many. There's... Cow and Chicken. Oh, man, yeah. that show was on crack. <laughs> that show was... <laughs> I'm going to teach your grandma to suck eggs. <laughs> no, what? that was Ren and Stimpy. Oh, that was Ren and Stimpy. That right? one is also... <laughs> yeah, that one's also a whack show. It's like, try pitching that. A, a cow... No, two, parent, two human parents whose upper torsos do not exist are... <laughs> Um, Aren't they siblings? The cow yes, and the chicken? they're siblings. And Somehow. the whole theme song at the beginning is like, it's like, mama had the chicken, mama had the cow, dad was proud, he didn't care how. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly cheated on. <laughs> and some, maybe some issues. <laughs> but take, take that into account. Um, no, the... Cal is a is also a superhero. They mm. have the main antagonist or common antagonist in that series is the Red Devil. Oh yeah. Who has Creepy Red Devil. And he's like naked all the time. Yeah, creepy Red Devil. <laughs> and, and like the butt jokes are there all the time. 
he's always naked, he's always displaying himself, and cow and chicken's favorite food is pork butt, and they just have butts on their plates for dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do some really weird stuff. <laughs> just the way that show was drawn was super weird. Don't you remember watching it back then and thinking, this is weird? I do. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, keep going. <laughs> it was funny, though. Yeah. The and weirdness all, didn't it, make it funny. Yeah. On that, same, on that same note, and probably created by the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Well, Johnny Bravo was created by the same guy. Uh, I think a lot of cartoons were, were, re- were um, drawn by the same people. Those yeah. groups. There's also a, pro- a lot of voice actors that played a ton of different characters. Yeah, they got they made their names at that time. <laughs> but uh, two beavers. One is one is polite and hygienic, and the other one is rowdy and stupid. Yep. Angry beavers. Sums it up. <laughs> yep. A lot of weird antics. I remember there was this one joke that was really funny, though. Wasn't there a gator me. that always tried to eat him or something? Uh, Maybe not a gator. Probably. I, I don't recall. Um, but in Angry Beavers, they were full of, once again, more adult jokes, but also, like, adventures between the two um, happening, which a lot of these shows will be like that. It's just these weird, kooky characters and how they react in this adventure. And... Uh, one of the jokes was like, like one of the beavers looks into the drawers of uh, the other, and he's like, eh, "Your underwear is 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 different than mine. Yours says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mine says October." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weren't the, the in the description of the show? It says they were bat. They moved out of their parents' home to become bachelors. Was that really the case? <laughs> yeah, I do not recall. <laughs> I don't remember them trying to hit on. Actually, no, I do remember them. I mean, playing guitar. They and, like any other character. They were like out to get money and and be rich and stuff or famous, um, for the gags as far as the cartoons concerned. But I don't recall them like actually taking a. Like having a specific goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't really. And there's episodes where they had scientists and evil witches and pond scum. And one of the brother's good friends is a stump. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just a giant tree stump. As if it wasn't already weird. <laughs> well, on that also note of weird friends and weird characters, oh, there's yeah. also another series called... Um, well, it's the same series, really, but with different characters. Baboon and Weasel. <laughs> Baboon and Weasel. <laughs> Just a really intelligent weasel and a really, a really stupid baboon. baboon. And the baboon is always tr- out to to bother the weasel. But the weasel is super intelligent, so... <laughs> yeah. And then there's... Uh, imagine a, a dog who can talk, live in a house in the middle of nowhere, and constantly freaking out about... Everything. Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> yeah. That show, I remember there was a theory on the Courage the Cowardly Dog where the whole show was just seen through the eyes of the dog, which is why all the villains of the store are like vacuum salesmen, and they think he thinks he lives in the middle of nowhere because they, ne- 
but they always like they go to grocery stores and they go to normal places when they leave but supposedly they live in the middle of nowhere because just seeing through the dog's eyes nothing else exists except for them it's a pretty solid theory yeah i think that holds up <laughs> that show was <laughs> that show was fun just a gator showing up in the tub for no reason. Yeah, a, giving him life advice. Oh yeah, Barracuda. <laughs> Talking to the computer, it's always sassing him. <laughs> the original series. Yeah. The courage is looking in the mirror in the bathroom. He's like, why do I even try? I'm not <laughs> worth it. And the Barracuda comes out of the tub and it's just like You are worth it. <laughs> <laughs> you are worth it. <laughs> I remember even looking at my... You have head. value, Curry. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Barracuda. Such a random thing. And then the computer's like, well, if you don't do... If you don't save your grandma or your owner, they're all going to die if they if they don't come back within an hour or something like that. It's like, oh, crap, I better do something. And, of course, nothing ever goes wrong. No, everything goes wrong. It just... <laughs> well, it seems to go wrong. There was the... Uh... The cockroach in, in Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was probably my favorite character. You want to know who what happened to the last guy who disappointed me? You don't want to know what happened to the last guy who disappointed me. You want to look out that window? Yeah, you don't want to look out that, that window. window. <laughs> when you started, I was like, are you going to do a mafia voice? <laughs> hey, don't well, uh, I don't recall if it was like straight gangster or mafia. <laughs> Some kind of leader. Mm, yeah. He, something like that. He was, he was stabby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what other ones? Um, okay, imagine three friends with the same name going around their neighborhood selling literally anything they oh. could find to get jawbreakers the size of the moon. Ned, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> I would have proposed it like this. There's three friends that live in a cul-de-sac. Uh, one is the clever con artist. The other, uh, the second one is the the timid but in- super intelligent uh, friend. And the third one is really strong and physics do not apply to him. <laughs> and they're all out for jawbreakers. <laughs> yep. The size of the moon. <laughs> yeah, when they eat them, they're bigger than their head. And their pockets are ginormous when they carry them around. Man, I love that show. I, that show actually got a lot of uh, a lot of negative reviews. Um, I don't know why. I, I really enjoyed that show. <laughs> There's a theory I read today on that show where it's the kids in the cul-de-sac are actually um, they're in purgatory. <laughs> Which explains the endless summers, the absence of adults, the the old green hue of the kids' tongues in the show. Because they're all dead. <laughs> With, like, pointless this, goals I, okay. that they never find. The, the parents are never shown, but they apparently have... They talk about having running. parents. Yeah, they, they talk about having parents. I remember Ed... Always uh, afraid of... His younger sister telling his mom. Yeah, that and uh, he often got punished because of her tattletaling all the time. Oh yeah, they took so, away the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the stairs? My mom took it away <laughs> because I'm grounded. <laughs> and speaking of adult jokes, he had the the, oh, yeah, the chicken magazine. 
It's called chicks galore. Yeah. It's just chickens. <laughs> and then the mystery behind his hat that never was real. Uh, oh, was the it character's a... name was Double D, the intelligent one. And he's always wearing a hat, but nobody... He, he's really touchy about people looking underneath it to see what's on his head. I don't... I don't Do remember recall? if they were revealed it. I think they did, but I have no idea what it was. I know I know at the very least, like during episodes off screen, they like take off his hat and characters are like looking at him stunned, like, whoa. <laughs> and so there's something there that's out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just like a fro. <laughs> Or a giant brain, or maybe a huge mole. <laughs> yeah, he wears a he wore a hat once, and hoodies, but yeah, it's always covered. Yeah, and sometimes he wears the hat underneath, like oh, yeah, the other other stuff. <laughs> yeah, what are those shows? Well, there's always the classics like The Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park. Well, um, the, the Simpsons, I don't really. I mean, they're funny, and well. I don't, I don't know. I, I've I haven't liked them too much in a long time. Like there's funny episodes here and there that I remember fondly, but for the most part I don't watch it. <laughs> um but as far as I can remember, the episodes are pretty like this is a normal family um except for like holiday specials like Halloween and stuff like that where they have zombies. <laughs> But it's usually just like um, an ordinary family with a lazy dad because dads are lazy. <laughs> um, just trying to get by and trying to keep a house and stuff. Living under a, a boss that's terrible. That's like that's like the standard uh, template for <laughs> shows like this. Terrible bosses? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if they were bad off. It was more like... No, they weren't, like, bad off. Because but, he was but, a nuclear safety inspector. Yeah. And he got paid fine. He was working under a rich person. I mean, he was able to afford that house, his car, and literally any job he wanted to take that week. Because <laughs> every week, every episode was like, today I want to eat the biggest hoagie in the world, so I'm going to go to a fair that happens to pop up that day and do that. <laughs> Well, if you want to talk about jobs changing all the time and doing whatever, then Family Guy's the way to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did Family Guy come out in the 90s? Uh, I think it did, around that time. I know they're related and stuff, but I, I don't think they came out in the 90s. Right? Uh, first episode aired 1999. Oh, so, so barely, barely grazes the <laughs> timeline. <laughs> I'm surprised it's only the sixth longest-running scripted TV show. Because that one's they're still going, I think. Let's see. What would be the longest ones? Okay, The Simpsons is the longest one. So far, yeah. As of now, yep. Because they're still going. Yeah. With 34 seasons. 34? <laughs> 34 seasons. I remember a few years back, or maybe it was a long time ago. I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> um but uh, they did a 300-episode celebration or something. It's like, we made it to 300, and most people don't make it that far. We're dying. <laughs> yeah, the thing about The Simpsons, there was 
I mean, I guess this happens for all the dads in the shows that are sitcom-like, the cartoon shows, but I remember in The Simpsons specifically, Homer always had his wishes granted, and his theories are always right, and, like, any time he'd, like, you know the wishbone where you break it, and if it's on your side, you get a wish? Mm-hmm. Like, any time that happened, it worked, or he's, like, talking to God, he's like, if you really are God, you'll give me tickets to this game. And then it just happens, and he gets the tickets. <laughs> like, every time he wishes for something or something like that happens, he, it's always right. I love the episode where he's like, Oh, why do I have to go to church? Why do I, why do I have to sit there every Sunday for three hours listening about how I'm going to go to hell? <laughs> God's like, hmm, you have a point there. <laughs> And also, this show contradicts itself. All, I guess all of them. Well, they are, yeah. Because <laughs> you mentioned God. I remember an episode where he tours heaven, and he's like, "You, what's the meaning of life? And God's like, oh, just wait until you die. He's like, I can't wait that long. You can't wait three months, and you just continue <laughs> to live forever. <laughs> it was just a throwaway joke that never he never dies because he becomes old. Perhaps. And like flashbacks and flash forwards where you see... Bart is a general, and like Homer's there, he's like, I'm so proud of you, Doe! <laughs> As an old person. That reminds me of the crossover of Futurama with Simpsons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good times. You're talking about an actual crossover, or the ones where they just show up in their intros? Well, that's a that's a crossover. I guess the same, yeah. It was uh, Professor Farnsworth uh, said that, the, that they sent Bender back through time. Because, like, these radioactive rabbit Barts um, yeah. showed up in the future. Okay, imagine a teacher with a whole bunch of, I think, first graders. And you're going to... I don't remember. <laughs> Elementary, at least. Watson. <laughs> a bunch of first graders, and she's teaching them about bugs and animals and creatures and life. And not all of them are correct. In a bus, a yellow bus. Sounds like the Discovery Channel. So. Yep. And they constantly transform into shrink and grow and transform into creatures and to experience the realness of nature. That that took a turn. <laughs> no, the one episode they did turn into bees and caterpillars. Uh, magic school bus. Yes. <laughs> you are correct. Uh, there was I don't I don't remember why oh uh, <laughs> they uh, they did an episode on vamp on fruit bats and vampire bats or something like oh, yeah. that and uh, so they tur- they got turned into bats and then after the episode ended like or was about to end and they're all coming back um, from their field trip the the teacher. Miss Liz, that's her name. No, it's Miss Frizzle. Miss Frizzle, there you are. <laughs> Miss Liz. No, Liz is the lizard. Probably. Yeah. Sounds um, right. <laughs> but <laughs> um, they come back, and she's hanging from a chandelier from her feet, as well as their parents. Oh, yeah. And they're all dressed as bats for the heck of it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that sounds awesome, but... I wonder if she ever, like... I mean, in the field trips, she does sort of teach them, and they sort of know, because they get themselves out of weird situations. 
But like, you can't take that many field trips. <laughs> Where did they get the funding? She's like a a teacher version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Not Mrs. The Doubtfire. Magic version. No, no, of Mrs. Um, Mary Doubtfire. Poppins. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I guess yeah. Mary Poppins is the one I was trying to reference. <laughs> they were the same. And not all the science in that show was correct. Like there was the episode where uh, uh, the redhead guy, who's timid, I forget his name, uh, kept on eating carrots and he turned orange. Oh yeah. And like that doesn't happen. <laughs> also, uh, what a bad way to write a kids show. You're like, you don't want them to eat carrots anymore. <laughs> I wonder if they got like, I wonder if they like ran out of ideas and so they're just like. We we need to teach the kids something. Like, well, let's teach them that he turns orange when you eat too many carrots. Like, but that's not sound science. And they're like, it's also not you good got a for magic kids. school bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure some of them were like, this one's really good, well written, and teaches the kids a lot. And, and this one, the they just turn into bees. <laughs> <laughs> I did learn a lot from that show. I do remember that. Really? Because I don't remember a thing from that show. Is that weird it was? <laughs> well, uh, you showed up a little. You showed up in 95. By the time you were going to school, it was like just starting the 2000s. Yeah. So, like, it would have been like probably Blue's Clues or something. But Magic School Bus was a, like... You're at school in the 90s kind of thing. I was probably an old man before old men were. Because <laughs> I remember hating all these shows. <laughs> and then, like, when you think back of them, you're like, oh, that was dumb, but it was funny. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go somewhere with the Magic School bus. I forget. <laughs> yeah, it didn't say what grade they're in. You'd think they'd have chaperones or something. Once or twice they did. And there was the bully. Oh, yeah. Um... Or, no, it, well, technically a bully, but it was the the, the redhead kid's uh, cousin or sister or somebody older, and they picked on him all the time. She was always out to ruin, like, their field trips and stuff, which, why isn't this kid in school at the same time? <laughs> you could say the same thing about the kids. You could say the same thing about the bus. <laughs> yeah, anything. Well, one of the lessons that I, because I was going to say that, <laughs> one of the lessons that I learned about the, from the magic school bus was about the, the oxygen going to the muscles and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It was, uh, so sometimes, well, often they had some sound, like, lessons and education and stuff like that in science, but very often when they... Once once they're like, oh, well, this part's not going to make any sense. Let's just throw science out the window. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> stuff happened. Well, I'm sure they did, like, pure science. Well, I don't know about pure science, but they did a science setup, and they're like, oh, this isn't a good episode. No kid's going to watch this. And they're like, let's just make it goofy then. Change it to a goofy version of everything. Do you remember um, the Beetleborgs? Yeah. How did that get pitched? I don't know. <laughs> How would you pitch it? Uh, these kids stumble on a haunted house. And there's a mummy. There's a vampire. There's a genie. And the kids <laughs> talk to the genie. And 
they become superheroes like the Power Rangers with super suits. I think he was a genie. He might have been a ghost. I'm not sure. But it was the classic, like, Power Rangers type uh, show. Yeah, There's the like a villain. Kids that... make a wish to become superheroes. Yeah, of some sort. And then the <laughs> graphics that they use was Power Ranger like. VR troopers. Uh... <laughs> yeah, what was the one? Oh, Megas XLR. That one was hilarious. <laughs> That was a good show. Oh, uh, and it was way too it was way too uh adult for its time, but it was a good show. It's got pretty good ratings online. Was that a 90s show though? 90s, yep. 94. 4, really? Yep, May 1st. I remember 94. watching it when we were like maybe 9. Well, when I was 9 anyway. <laughs> Maybe 12. There's only 26 episodes. That sounds good. And I didn't even get to see all of them. (laughs) Yeah, I I think I I I got to see like four. Yeah. I know. Because we watched TV, this, like, whatever was there, we had to watch because we didn't have any control, no Netflix or nothing. I know that the first episode, um, well, the first, I should say, segment um, was divided between, like, multiple episodes. And it took a while for it to get started. It was like two or three episodes of um, the pilot episode that all shows have. Where they're trying to convince you that you would need to watch this show. <laughs> um, and then after that, it got really funny. <laughs> but that first episode was kind of long. For those who don't know, because uh, I think a lot of people don't know about that show, Megas XLR is a... Story about a... I got it right here. It's uh, a show that revolves around two slackers, a mechanic Coop, and his best friend, Jamie. I like how he's Who's, described. And he's a goth, that Yeah, guy. he's a goth. <laughs> Jamie. Who finds a mecha robot from the future called Megas, a mechanized Earth Guard attack system in a New York, New Jersey junkyard. That was, that was funny how he got that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and, like, it's like... It's uh, like... The joke for when he finds it is uh, he's digging through the junkyard and the junkyard guard keeper or whatever um, says, anything you can have for like a dollar, anything you can find out of there. He's like, mm-hmm. anything? And he pulls he like pulls out the giant fighting robot <laughs> and it's like, well, it's only a dollar, right? <laughs> yeah, and then they just go around. Uh, wasn't there like a... Someone trying to take the robot all the time? Yeah, there was an alien race alien that was... Race, yeah. there, Earth was caught up in a war between this really super advanced alien species and another... Well, they both were, but yeah. one was like advanced future humans. And, yeah. They send the robot through the past, and it lands in the junkyard. <laughs> the name of the opening theme to that show is Chicks Dig Giant Robots. <laughs> That's the name of the song that was also, for the show. That was also a part of the uh, theme of the show. <laughs> like, adult jokes. He was trying to impress the chicks with his giant robot. <laughs> giant fighting robot. Which, I love how he customized the robot in that show. Oh, yeah. He, like, took the cockpit and he added, like, the front of a, a Corvette or something uh, for the main shell, front shell yeah. compartment of the, of the pilot. 
Didn't they add slushy, the a slushy machine? He added thing? a slushy machine. They're like, of course they did. <laughs> the whole, the whole, uh, the whole robot is driven by a steering wheel and PlayStation yeah. controller, with a with a stick shift. Yeah, for eight ball. <laughs> that was funny. And the part where the aliens, uh, the aliens are trying to torture him. And they threatened to eat to eat his loved one, and it turns out that oh, his yeah. loved one was a slushy. <laughs> Man, that show was it was good, but it was whack too. I think all good shows are a little whack, at least. A little insane. <laughs> that one, though, it did have aliens and stuff. Uh, it was the it was pretty like pretty normal. Uh, Seems like all the good shows get canceled or really short. Yeah, and it drives me mad. That, like, what are they thinking? I wonder if they're like, why would you? Why would you quit a show like that? Yeah. They did that with Futurama multiple times. Yeah, that's. And it just kept coming back because everyone loved people it. People loved it. I wonder, like, were they not getting enough views? Were people just pirating it? Or, well, pirating wasn't that big of a thing back then. Yeah. At I least, was well, just music not back digitally. Then. Not digitally. It was a VG, VHS. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Should have kept going. They didn't even try for a reboot or nothing. No. I'd watch the heck out of that if they, if they uh, did an updated version of that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Invader Zim was one of the ones that actually got pulled back for uh, another... Uh, Movie or series or something well, like that. Well, they did make a movie. Yeah, Enter the... Oh, The Florpus. Enter the Florpus is The what... name of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't, aren't they like five years later when they're older or something? Or maybe it's ten years. I I, I think Invader Zim was, the mo- was probably the one where they were... When they were proposing it to the network, it was probably the most tame... Like, Which, and compared to the other 90s shows, where yeah. and then it turns out it's not. Yeah, so like, an alien so kid an alien, tries to yeah, an alien interact kid, with the world. No, an alien kid tries to take over the world uh, and invade it. Yeah. And there's this neighborhood kid who is trying to stop him. And that that would be it. That would sum it up. And then later on, you find out that it's really like a depressed emo cartoon with uh, screaming and... and guts and disgusting humor and stuff that was a good show <laughs> it was there was a lot of it was a questionable lot of... moments like that episode of lice was not a good one. Oh man <laughs> i'm sure it made a lot of kids itchy i um over the years i've heard people talking about invader zim and what they did and what they liked and what they didn't like a lot of people were weirded out by that show <laughs> yeah for good reasons i mean you either love it or you hate it <laughs> Or you're more like you either love it or you're disgusted by it. There were parts, but in a though, good way. There were parts though that were just so hilarious. Like, oh yeah, he's <laughs> like they're like going to the nurse and they're like, "Why don't you check him? He's he's probably he's an alien. He first, can't be fine." First off, for some context. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes more sense because no one's gonna understand that. <laughs> um, the alien, the alien Zim. Um, He's trying to pretend to be human as best he can. And yeah. one of the things he realizes is that... Well, they're uh, going for a checkup through yeah. his school class, and he's trying to be normal. Yeah. He knows and, he's an alien. And he doesn't have all the same organs that we do as humans. 
So he starts stealing them and replacing them, stealing them from other humans and replacing their organs with like toys or whatever's nearby. Yeah. <laughs> so one kid, one kid, um, instead of his lungs, like Invader, Invader Zim, he, he steals the kid's lungs and then re- replaces it with a cow toy that like <laughs> when you tilt it, it goes moo. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, in the end, he had like. 12 hearts and yeah, four organs. 12 and like, hearts, uh, like 80 feet of, uh, of intestines, uh, intestines yeah. and like a lot of excess organs in his body. Yeah. And, uh, and the joke was like, he's the healthiest of all. He's got all of that. <laughs> you can't be unhealthy with that. <laughs> and then just let it go. Oh, man. And I love the teacher. She's so oh, yeah. dark She's and such a, dead inside. <laughs> She's the she's a younger version of um, the one lady from Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski. Oh, <laughs> that guy. Yeah, very. That was uh, I, I don't remember Babs or something like that. <laughs> um, but it was it was so funny because uh, <laughs> one of her jokes. I'm trying to remember it. Like. Oh, you failed your you test. Got, this was the worst Pride Day ever. You're all receiving letters to your parents telling them to love you less. <laughs> Such good jokes. Oh, and one where he's like, I like, highly recommend it if you haven't seen this show. <laughs> yeah, if you're younger, the better. <laughs> but uh, there was one where he's like, the city was making fun of the dad, who's a super genius scientist of the one of the human kids, and. They're making fun of him so much, he just invented this nuclear, or not nuclear, this Basically. self-sustaining power source for the world. And, and they, they were make celebrating him so mad. It. Yeah, they're celebrating, and they make him mad. And he's just like... Fine, no power fine. for you. Yeah, fine, no, you get nothing. And he just puts it away, and they never hear from it again. <laughs> oh, man. That show was crazy. That show was a lot of fun. I think I could talk about Invader Zim for a while. Yeah. There is a lot of good stuff in there. Not to mention the mascot. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say Danny Phantom, but that one's 2001. Yeah. But on that note, uh, maybe Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, yeah. Was that 90s? Yes, that's 90s. That was a weird show. Well, not less weird than the previous ones we mentioned. At least but... they, they have a more sound logic. There's magic in this world, and there's fairies that exist as well. And like that just creates that's that's a random factor that just makes it really fun. Yeah, you accept magic exists and these fairies are there to grant kids wishes until they're old enough to be adults and not. Yeah, and that's then, the elevator then, pitch. Yeah, <laughs> um, that show was fun though. Uh, at least the the original few seasons. Um, after, after that, then the good episodes were kind of spaced out. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, those, it was, the one thing I didn't like about that show was, he just wished for everything to be normal again at the end, and that was how, like, after big moments where monkeys took over the entire world, or (laughs) the world was destroyed, he's just like, I wish everything was back to normal, and then everybody knew what, like, the whole reason that things went off crazy, like, because he wasn't technical with his wishes, or his wishes were not smart not well put enough to give him the right answer or misinterpreted yeah misinterpreted (laughs) and it just ended up bad but everything back to normal always worked out like he wished 
the one girl, Trixie Tang, to love him, to love me, Timmy Turner. And he's like, I love you, Timmy H. Turner. And I love you too, Timmy J. Turner. It's just every <laughs> turn except for him. <laughs> my, the, my dad. The dad <laughs> in that show was hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was pretty weird. <laughs> Ooh, the net. Is it, was, it Father's Day already? <laughs> yeah, that was a joke they never explained. No. <laughs> he was a literal pen- pencil pusher. <laughs> that was his job. Literally push pencils. Oh. The jokes in that in that show were fun. Um, SpongeBob also started. In, yeah. Uh, and everybody, I think, knows what SpongeBob is at this yeah, point. Yeah, that one's pretty big. Despite what you think of it. It's okay. The first, the first maybe three or four seasons were um, pretty good. I don't know about that. I think each season has like maybe five good episodes out of the twenty-five that are there. For each season, up yeah, to the new ones, because the new ones sometimes have some good ones. Yeah, the new ones just kind of got like, I don't know, they weren't they weren't really funny. <laughs> For the most part. Here and there. Season like, I don't know how many seasons there are, but imagine there's 20 seasons. Like, the middle seasons of the entire show were probably the best. Because you have the setup characters that everybody knows now, and you have their jokes, and it's not overplayed or whatever. And at the end, they just play way too much into everything. And also, they had to change up the voices and the people and all that. And it's just, it's different. The one with Johnny Depp. Was weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Was Flapjack a 90s show? Flap- oh, The Adventures of... Flapjack, yeah. Was it The Adventures of Flapjack? Misadventures. Oh, The Misadventures. Um, I don't think it... It returned in 2018? What? When? <laughs> in the form of... Uh, uh, Gravity Falls or something. First episode aired in 2008. Oh. Really? That seems weird. Oh, another good show. Um, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh, yeah. That was a great one. For those that don't know... And I like how <laughs> Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends... It wasn't a... It was a Foster's Home, like a foster house for Imaginary Friends, obviously, but... The people who owned the place, their last name was Foster as well. <laughs> it was just a weird thing that they added. So the show is about a <laughs> uh, foster home for imaginary friends. Who would have guessed <laughs> that? <laughs> There's, oh, that sums it up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People imagine friends kids, and they come to life. Yeah, kids and, would create imaginary friends and they become real. And, and they, they have powers up. or they have quirks that are... Like weird, they, yeah. Like personality disorders and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and then they would grow up and not want them anymore, and they would go to this foster home. Two new kids. I forget. Was there a reason for that, or was it just like, like it's expected of you to not have an imaginary friend anymore because you're fourteen now? <laughs> I, I, well, I mean, I don't know, but for the main character Max. It was his parents being like, you're too old for this. Send yeah. Him, get him out of here. Yeah. Get. 
That was a funny show, though. That was fun. It was creative. And it had some jokes um, that were, like, um, references to movies like Lord of the Rings and stuff. Oh, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> Giant Pac-Man ball, which was also a Mario reference. Yeah. Along with Pac-Man reference. Yeah, we can go through a hundred of these. There's the Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That the Grim a, Adventures that. of Billy and Mandy. <laughs> I got a show idea for you. Let's take two depressed kids and uh, we'll have them go on adventures with the Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to make the Grim Reaper fun and interesting that uh, won't freak out kids? <laughs> give them a Jamaican accent. <laughs> there we go. Or maybe it was just like, all right, we need you to be the Grim Reaper. You've got to imagine exactly what he's like and portray that with your voice now go ahead hey man <laughs> i am the devil i am the <laughs> no the devil was a different person in that yes, show yes it is uh, i am the grim reaper and it was i wonder what they're referencing when they did the limbo or the games to jamaica. win limbo jamaica no i mean that's a common like party time thing for Jamaica. Yeah, but there's always in shows and movies that like you can get out of dying by beating them in a contest, beating them in Battleship oh. or Limbo. Because he didn't expect to lose. Yeah. And they cheated. <laughs> They're like, you didn't say we couldn't cheat. Well, you got me there. <laughs> now you're my slave forever. <laughs> yeah, that show was particularly weird and disgusting. That show had a heaven, a hell, an afterlife, a, a couple different afterlives, and it had Valhalla. Asgard, Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, it had wormholes and Satan and all kinds of creatures. It was really dark. And then it crossed over into... It had or, Adam and Eve. It had... Um, <laughs> it crossed over with uh, Kids Next Door, which is also another 90s show. Oh, yeah. That was a fun show. Um... And other ones. It had references to, like, Flintstones and uh, Yogi Bear and stuff. Yeah, those are another ones. <laughs> or other ones. Yogi Bear's a picnic crack addict. <laughs> Hi, Bubu. What? Yogi, why are we so lame? <laughs> I don't know, Bubu. <laughs> oh, was Samurai Jack a 90s? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah, just in the 99s. Samurai Jack, the, there was a, because they look so similar, but he was the professor from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yeah, the there's same a theory. exact face and yeah. shape and everything, and look. Yeah, so there he, was also the theory that uh, Samurai Jack's world was the future of the Powerpuff Girls world. Oh yeah, like they had like it got pictures destroyed. Of the same yeah, stuff. the same locations were in the background, so they were linked. Or at least there was another universe of it, but more likely it was the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, like, that, um, that fork in the timeline. It's like, all right, this is the point where he decides whether he wants to be a scientist or a samurai. <laughs> I wonder if he's just like, well, I lost the only heroes I know, my daughters. I can be a hero. <laughs> Doesn't look that Or if hard. it's like prequel to the world where before civilization builds up again, 
after an apocalypse before they fix it up and he's like I need to retire and become something better and then he invents <laughs> heroes who can do his job for him <laughs> he loses his daughters and goes all ronin on them <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah he just it's the hawkeye story <laughs> see we got it we got the avengers reference in every episode <laughs> you're welcome and we're not even including like anime and stuff from that time oh yeah there's a lot of anime stuff <laughs> Wasn't there a, like an anime version of the Powerpuff Girls? Uh, I know there was a like episode where they kind of like spoofed it, but I don't think there was. Yeah, there was an anime version. Of the oh, Power... that. <laughs> Let me see. Those are fandom pictures, yeah. but no Powerpuff was Girls a... Z was a thing. I I do remember that. I don't remember why that came into being, but... <laughs> Maybe they can have more adventures with... Money. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Franchise money. That was a good show, though. Despite it being a really girly show, <laughs> uh, I, at that time, I didn't know anybody who didn't watch it, it, it unless they didn't have cable in their house or something. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the Sailor Moon... One of the animes. Yeah. That one was really girly. And for some reason, a lot of guys I knew uh, watched Probably that too. Probably because it was really girly. <laughs> I remember at that time, uh, Cardcaptor Sakura was the one that came out. That was fun. Oh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh, I'm Beyblade, not sure if that was 90s, Pokemon. But... <laughs> Beyblade. Beyblade. I'll never get over that episode. <laughs> Oh yeah. According to according to the game, according to the anime Beyblade, which is about kids who play with these toys that spin really fast and, and hit each other and just and hit each other and the one that stops the toy loses. that does not uh, fall apart through all the constant smashing, um, it is the winner. So according to Beyblade, Moses parted the Red Sea. <laughs> yeah. Parted the Red Sea. With a spinning top toy. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was intense. hilarious. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, it was some kind of <laughs> so dumb. And that was canon for Beyblade. <laughs> there were a lot of there were a lot of anime ones that were that came out at that time that were fun. Um, one in particular that a lot of people remember and miss was Metabots. Oh yeah. That was the show. little marbles. Hmm. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, that's what am I the wrong. Of? <laughs> Metabots is a show where everybody has their own personal toy robot, oh, um, yeah. with uh, with their own personalities and stuff. And They're like pets. Yeah, it's basically Pokemon with robots. Pretty in much, yeah. The, in the current time, and uh, that was that was a fun show. Um, I remember the main character's robot being uh, really aggressive and, like, had an attitude. And he was fun. He made jokes all the time. Kind of like the prelude to uh, Mega Man Battle Network and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Or Anti-Warrior, I should yeah, say. Yeah, it was kind <laughs> of a Mega Man thing, which is also another show. Yeah. At that time, because of the popularity of Pokemon, I think a lot of... Uh, catch them all type 
shows appeared. Like yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon, Digimon, Digimon ba- uh, Mega Man, Metabots, Beyblade, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Magic, Magic, Monster Rancher, Monster mm-hmm. Hunter. <laughs> yeah. There were lots of shows at that time where there's like a an interesting type of species or collector item or something that makes a difference in the world and there's like competitions and yeah. stuff about it. <laughs> Plus it was a good marketing thing. Yeah. Gets the word around, people want to see it and they collect it, they show their friends. They... If not for the time period, I would have like, I definitely would have like bought into a lot of that stuff. But their technology was pretty, it was still getting better. Our technology was getting better. So, uh, but it wasn't there yet. Nowadays, if you were to release like a, I don't know, a uh, personal handheld, uh, like, avatar character in your phone or something, I'd buy the heck out of that. If you could fight with them, like, battle each other and well, stuff. Well, they finally added fighting in the Pokemon Go. Yeah, and... Can't believe it's it took been, them so long. It took them a while, yeah. <laughs> and it's still not... It's still not really as good compared to the to the yeah. actual games um, from the DS and stuff. So... Yeah. Well, that's been our show. Uh, this has been Talking Burritos on the 90s cartoon yeah. stuff. If so, you like this show, this episode, uh, make sure to raise your standards and... <laughs> <laughs> Um, like, subscribe, listen for later episodes, and keep listening. Also, tune in to our uh, other channels that we'll be starting soon. Yeah, when started, we'll let you know. On, on YouTube and stuff. Yeah, send yeah. everything, questions, comments, concerns, tax forms, <laughs> <laughs> public announcements, at talking... Death threats. Death threats, <laughs> can't forget those. Um, shows we missed. Probably at Talking Burritos Podcast at gmail.com. We love you. <laughs> you dirty, rotten, no good, pig stealing Jew. He hates it when I say sack that. Sack of monkey feces I've ever seen in my entire life. See y'all later. <laughs>